Good morning, friends and fellow passionate high achievers. It is 8.27 a.m., which is not a time you usually hear from me. It is also Saturday. Uh, I definitely, for the first time, missed doing a podcast yesterday. And at first, I just felt really bad about myself. But that only lasted a few seconds. And then really what came flooding in were all of the valuable soundtracks that I have gained from mentors over the year, which really just re over the years, um, which really just reinforces how valuable it is to have mentors, including mentors that you never meet from books. Um, so I just want to, I, I figured this morning before my crazy day starts, another crazy day starts, uh, I wanted to share the thoughts that came through my head. So first is John Acuff, because uh, John Acuff is the master of gifting soundtracks. And in his book, Finish, I've talked about it before, one of the chapters, um, the book is all about finishing goals. And one of the chapters is called The Day After Perfect. And it's exactly for this scenario where I had been perfect for three months at least doing this podcast exactly the schedule that I had set for it and staying super committed and then yesterday was a wonderful day but it was a completely non-stop day and I just I didn't I didn't get to it it didn't happen and so now what what is what happens to me on the other side of that failure of perfection that string that I had going and really what happens is I just get back on the on the wagon and I just I just start again that's all that needs to happen and it was never going to last forever there was going to be a break in the chain at some point and now I just have to decide to jump back in pretty much so there's the day after perfect um the other thing that came to mind was something that uh two of my martial arts instructors used to say to each other as they were getting the dojo started before I was even training, before I even had the idea of doing the martial arts. And that was the phrase, it's not a good thing, it's not a bad thing, it's just a thing. And there's a a movie that came, I may have talked about this before, but there's a, a movie of sorts, um, it's on YouTube, that came out out of the last writer's strike before this one, uh, called Dr. Horrible's Sing Along Blog. And it's a little less than an hour. It it basically, Josh Wheaton got bored and wanted to make something. And he recruited Neil Patrick Harris and Nathan Fillion and Felicia Day. And there's a moment where, you know, uh, Neil Patrick Harris's character is kind of lamenting to Felicia Day's character. And she says, everything happens. And he says, don't say for a reason. And she says, no, everything happens. And it does. Everything's going to happen. It's our reaction that that kind of dictates what happens next. And there are so many ways that we make ourselves suffer more than necessary. The Stoics would talk about, you know, suffering, suffering twice. You know, there's the actual thing that happens and the pain that that caused. And then there's the pain that we put on ourselves by reliving the thing over and over again. So, it happened. It was going to happen. It's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just a thing. So now what can I learn from it? Um, and the, the one other 
soundtrack that I'll just mention um, comes from The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, which kind of goes in that same vein. Um, and the second agreement is don't take things personally. So I'm not going to take it personally on myself that I forgot to do the podcast yesterday. I mean, obviously, it's, it's 100% my responsibility, um, but I'm not going to let that negatively impact my day, um, my opinion of myself, my identity in any way. Um, I took my son to Old Sturbridge Village, which is a um, 1800s like mock town in Massachusetts. It's an awesome place if you're ever in the area. Um, and so he did a, a book binding workshop and made like a little his own little book. And we had a really great time. He's been loving this video game called Valheim. And so he was super excited to go to the blacksmith shop and like sketch out the layout of the blacksmith shop so that he could recreate it in this video game. So I was like, yes, 100% yes, let's do that. I, I, I love it. <laughs> I love that level of engagement and interest. Um, so we did that. And then from there, we went and got dinner at Cracker Barrel because it was the closest thing. So we had like a mom and son dinner and then sprinted off to the dojo and I jumped into um, a, a group that I have that uh, we're all kind of moving on that public speaking path. So it's an accountability group. And then and then I got to beat up some future black belts. We had a, a black belt candidate workout and then went home and it was already nine o'clock past nine at night. And I literally just shoved food in my face and went to bed because I knew I had to be up early this morning. There was not space for a podcast. I had a couple of reminders to myself to do my podcast, but I literally never stopped long enough to even see those reminders. So I'm not going to allow that wonderful day and the fact that it was so busy with awesome things, you know, that it, I ended up missing something um, that in the end is not as consequential as my relationship with my son as you know, my, the potential value from being a public speaker, um, from the impact that we're having on kids' lives by helping them become black belts and achieve that goal. All of that supersedes one day of my podcast. So I'm not going to take it personally. It's not, it's not a bad thing. It's just a thing. Um, and everything happens. Uh, so I think that was all. I feel like there was one more thing I wanted to share. Oh, I remember. Um, the other piece to this that I was thinking about from that don't take things personally sort of way is objectively looking at what this means and why it happened. And uh, like I said, I had a super busy day yesterday. Uh, I'm doing this in the car starting my day today because I have a super busy day today. Um, and it's go that's going to continue for a while now. There's a lot of lines in the water that are starting to get nibbles. There's a lot of uh, gears that are turning. There's a lot of uh, momentum that has been happening in a lot of different areas of things that I've been trying to get moving that we've been trying to get moving. And we've joked for a while of what's gonna happen if they all go at the same time. Uh, and it's kind of starting to feel like we're going to find out because <laughs> there's a lot of really good stuff happening, which is amazing. It's wonderful. And it is more than I can do right now. Um, I've talked about how I started this year 
with kind of the goal of learning to say no and figuring out how to shed things off my plate. So far, realistically, I have uh, failed at that goal. (laughs) I am doing everything I'm doing I love. And that's part of my challenge is that whenever I go and review the things that I have happening, the projects that I have in motion, I love all of them. They all speak to my core mission and who I am and the work that I want to do in the world, uh, things that are beneficial, uh, both both financially and you know just contribution wise. So uh, I, I'm really having a hard time figuring out what to drop. But the universe is telling me that not even the universe, my calendar is telling me that it's too much. So I need to figure out what I can do with that. So there's, there's information. And again, that's something that I could allow to hit my identity. I could allow that to make me feel like a failure. Uh, five years ago, even I probably would have, I'd be beating myself up, but now I, I feel like Um, something that's kind of shifted actually through the reflection time that the pandemic gifted us um, was just a recognition of, I don't know, just valuing who I am and, and just reckon it's just everything I've been talking about that everything happens and you can sit and cry about it and feel bad about yourself Or you can look at objectively what the lesson is trying to teach you and then you can make changes from there. So kind of maybe embracing the left brain a little bit, um, which I've always kind of been a left brain person. So kind of bringing in that analytical side, but not not from a dry, emotionless place. It's more like John Fritz, our mentor, would talk about, you know, you have the thinker of the thoughts and the observer of the thinker of the thoughts. And I think the spiritual weightlifting practice has been pulling back and looking at myself the same way that I would a friend rather than being like, oh, you're such a loser. You're such a failure. You always mess everything up. You always ruin everything and let people down. That's what the voice in my head has said for years. And instead, kind of finally, maybe took to heart that idea of being your own best friend. And it's like, okay, if this were John or if this were Leo or, you know, some other friend, um, or, or loved one, how would I talk to them? How could I help them through this? And, and there's the emotional, there's respecting and giving grace to the emotional side of it. But then there's also just objectively, all right, what are, what are we dealing with here? What are the solutions in front of us? How, how can we change? And because it's not, it's not something bad that I did. It's all doing all of these things comes from a place of contribution and joy and connecting with people and things that care about me. So none of it's bad. It's just a little too much. So yeah, I think I, I think I've gotten the point across. Um, so now I'm going to go back to driving and I hope wherever you are, whatever you're doing, uh, you have a wonderful day that you enjoy all of the things that you're involved in. And if you don't find joy in them. You at least recognize the value that they bring to you and to the world. And if they don't eliminate them, find some way to to shift that obligation. And then, of course, always keep being you.